0: Welcome to the Celebration Church Podcast. We are so glad you've joined us, and we hope you are encouraged by today's message.
1: Well, hello, everyone. Please help me welcome all of our locations. Again, one more time. Everybody watching online, don't forget them. God's going to bless you. I just want to pre-warn everybody, I feel a sweat coming on. Well, it's not necessarily a Holy Spirit sweat, it's just hot up here on this stage, and y'all know how I I sweat when I preach, and if I'm sweating this early, I told them, I said, y'all better take that little towel away, go get me like a big old, they could bring me a beach towel out here in a second. Um, I want you to go to Mark 10, and uh, I think we do have some notes for you tonight. This is real interesting. You know, after last Wednesday, as soon as I woke up the following Thursday, God gave me this word and um, for this Wednesday. And so I know he's going to build on what's been happening. And I think this is just such a a pivotal, uh, it's going to be a pivotal point in many lives. And uh, so Mark Chapter 10, I'm going to begin reading in verse 46. I'm going to read it through and we'll pray, okay? This is the story where Jesus heals blind Bartimaeus. It says, Now they came to Jericho, and as he went out of Jericho with his disciples, a great multitude, blind Bartimaeus, son of Timaeus, in case you were confusing him with, you know, blind Bartimaeus, son of Fred. It's blind Bartimaeus. I don't know how many blind Bartimaeuses they had, you know, around Jericho, but, you know, just in case. (laughs) Blind Bartimaeus, son of Toneus, sat by the road begging, and when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of God, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Then many warned him to be quiet, but he cried out all the more. Son of David, have mercy on me. So Jesus stood still. How many of you know it's good when you get God's attention? And you know how you get God's attention? You get God's attention when you cry out to him and praise and worship. That's how you get his attention. It says, he stood still and he commanded him to be called. They called the blind man, saying to him, be of good cheer. Rise, he's calling you. And throwing aside his garment, he rose and came to Jesus. So Jesus answered and said to him, What do you want me to do for you? The blind man said to him, Rabboni, that I may receive my sight. Then Jesus said to him, go your way. Your faith has made you well. And immediately, how many of you like those immediately? I like, I'm all for the process, but come on. Aren't you glad sometimes God will just throw you a bone. You know what I'm saying? Immediately. I feel some immediate things are gonna happen tonight. I really do. Immediately, he received his sight and followed Jesus down the road. If I had a title for this message, I would call it Leaving Your Label Behind. Leaving Your Label Behind. Father, help us to lean in your word. Help us to have ears to hear. God, you're calling us. You're calling your people. Help us hear your call and respond appropriately. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, amen. I want to just unpack this verse by verse. Aren't y'all glad when God only gives me like eight verses and not 48 like the other night of y'all? Look, it says, now when they came to Jericho, how many of you know good things happen at Jericho? At Jericho, walls come down. It's a whole lot about Jericho. You know, another thing about Jericho, Jericho was the tithe city. Remember, that was the city. God was giving him 10 cities, but he says, the first, the first tenth, that one, you don't touch it. That one belongs to me. In other words, what Jericho represents, it represents as we honor God, as we respond to him the correct way, God's power is gonna come into our lives and walls are gonna come down. Things that have been keeping you. In prison, or things that have been you feel like you've been surrounded I'm telling you those walls will come down in Jesus name if we learn how to respond to God and that's where I'm heading with this it says look uh, as he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great multitude and here we go blind Bartimaeus just, just chill right there I'm good yeah Yeah, you sound great. Just, 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 y'all give our man a hand right there. But don't go too far. Where you going? Wait, he disappeared into the vastness. Wait, stay, stay around. I don't think I'm going to preach long. Uh, Look at this. Blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, look at this, sat by the road begging. He sat by the road begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, I love this, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Now look what happens in verse 48. It says, then many, everybody say many. Many warned him to be quiet. You see, when you really begin to cry out to Jesus, when you really begin to get serious about a breakthrough, when you really, you man, okay, Jesus, this is Jesus. This is the one who can heal. This is the one who can bless my life. This is the one who can turn everything around like this. is This is Jesus, and you begin to cry out to Jesus. You begin to pray to Jesus. You begin to let your Praise go up to Jesus, and you get serious about Jesus. There are so many voices that are going to speak to you and tell you you just need to settle down and stay in your limitation. Because what the enemy knows is this. Here's what's so important. We're talking about breakthroughs and and miracles and all that kind of stuff. Here's what the enemy knows. Your breakthrough, yes, it's going to bless you. But boy, God is going to use that to get a hold of others. There's this multiplied effect. There's this domino effect. And so that's what the devil does. He's come to kill, steal, and destroy, and he loves keeping people in bondage, he loves keeping people limited, he loves keeping people beat down and broken and in condemnation. And here's what I've learned: man, when when you start to step out and believe God, it's just amazing all the voices and messages, many times from people who love you, from your friends from your peers from your own insecurities they kind of start to speak to you and say you know really you've had this addiction for 20 years like you really you really take you really think that this little awake this this church revival like you really think that you can finally get free from that how many of you know what I'm talking about you you really think You really think that... See, let me tell you what these voices are. These voices are the voices of the enemy that wants to keep hope quenched. Because the second, listen to me, the second you begin to put away your, your filters of the past and your preconceived ideas and your thinking that says, well, I've always had this or I've always been this way or it's always been like this or, you know, I, I, God did this in my life and then I got back into it or this. The second you begin to put all of those things away and say, no, this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be gra- glad. I'm not gonna listen to those voices because I know that my God is a healer and a deliverer and a chain breaker and a bondage breaker. And I know that the anointing breaks every yoke. You know what you're going to do? You're going to cry out all the more. You're going to strike the ground. You know, you're going to strike it again. You're going to knock on the door. You're going to knock again. That's what Jesus says. says, what, what? What, to those who what, to those who knock, it's plural, the door's going to be open. To those who seek, it's it's continuous. You're going to eventually find. There is a, a a continual. What I'm trying to say is there's men, there's 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 a there's this thing about pressing in and pressing through, and you come to the altar, and maybe you mess up, but you come back to the altar. And you know what, you keep going and you keep believing, and the voices are coming, but you cry out all the more. And let me tell you what's gonna happen. One day, maybe today, maybe tonight, Jesus is gonna stop in his tracks. He's gonna say, this person is serious. And enough is enough. Let me tell you something. At some point in your life, I promise you, God looks at you. He looks at what the enemy's doing to your life. And he says, Enough is enough. It is finished. It's over. You're moving out. Mm. Look, as he sat by the road, begging. They tried to get him to quiet down, but he cried out all the more. Son of David, <clears throat> have mercy on me. Now, I love this. I love this. So, he, he basically, this time, if you look at that, the Greek language there, you know what he did? He started shouting. Shouting. Now, here's what I want to know about blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus. <laughs> not the blind Bartimaeus, son of Fred. I just wonder... If Bartimaeus, which I'm sure he did, he knew the story of Jericho. He remembered the story of the shout that brought down the walls. He remembered the story of the shout. And the trumpets that brought down the walls around an entire city that God did—he's calling Jesus the Son of David. Which, which that title right there, Son of David, they knew that the Messiah was going to be the Son of David. He's basically calling him the Messiah. What I think old blind Bartimaeus is doing is he's saying, you know what? I think this is the same God that brought down the walls at Jericho. This is the same God that parted the Red Sea. This is the same God that did all those miracles. And I remember what they did at Jericho. You know what? They didn't just march around the city once and stop. You know know what? They kept going. And on the last day, they went seven times, and then they let out a big shout. What I believe was he was thinking back to that story and saying, "Uh uh-huh, I know what to do here. I need to keep going. I need to keep shouting. I need to keep praising. I need to keep crying out. I need to be serious about God. Because I'm going to have my own Jericho experience. Is there anybody in here? I want my own Jericho experience. I don't want to just read about it. I don't want to just look at it. I don't want to just see it happen to somebody else. I want my walls to come down. Look at this. It's the verse 49. It says, So Jesus stood still. Wouldn't that have been an awesome scene? We just love to see Jesus walking and come on, praise is going up. Somebody's not shutting up. Someone shout. Come on, someone, someone's back at another Wednesday night revival service. They just keep going and all of a sudden, he stops. You know those disciples that were around him were like, something's up." You know what I'm saying? Like they knew. They know. Like okay, when Jesus stops, there's something about to go down, y'all. There's something about to. And he stops, and here's what I love. Watch this. Many times we don't see this. Look, look what happens. Look, he stopped. He stood still, and he commanded him to be called. So Jesus doesn't call him himself. He has his disciples, follow me. He has his followers. Those disciples, those followers, they've gotten a touch from God. Many of them have gotten healed by Jesus. Many of them have, have had walls come down in their life through, through the power of God, through Jesus. Jesus doesn't call blind Bartimaeus. He tells his followers Y'all go call him. See, watch this. Many times God calls us through the testimony of other people. You know who was going over there? You know who was going over there to talk to. Blind Bartimaeus, it was people that had been healed. It was people who were once blind, but now they see. It was people that had been raised from the dead. It was like Mary Madeline. It was people that had been demons cast out of them and set free and healed and touched by God. It was them. They were, here's what they, and that's why when they go, they go to blind Bartimaeus and they say, rise up. Yeah. It's on. Be of good child. Look right, right off the bat. They just go up to him. They say, "You get fired up. It's going to happen. Put your happy face on if you got one. You know Look at this. Look at this. See, see, watch. And here's what we've been experiencing in this revival. Here's what we're going to experience tonight. Here's what God showed me. That God in this revival, he's going to call people through the testimony of others that he's done a miraculous work in. Because when you see, Watch. They had a Jericho experience. Why can't I have a Jericho experience? God's no respecter of persons. Oh, to have some people in here, you're like, I want my Jericho. I want my experience with Jesus. So look, look what happens here. I love this. They said this. They say, hey, be of good cheer. Rise, he is calling you. Very interesting. They don't, here's what they don't say. They don't say, hey, blind Bartimaeus. Be of good cheer. Rise, he is calling you. Isn't it interesting? When they call blind Bartimaeus, they don't call him a blind man. They go up to him and they say, Rise, be of good cheer. Watch. Because why? He is calling you. They connect Bartimaeus' identity to the call of God not the identity of his label that people had put on it, And that's why that crowd, those many voices that wanted blind Bartimaeus to stay blind and to stay begging and to stay in that seat. Here's the thing. If people can label you, they can define you. And if they can define you, listen, if they can define you, then what they can do is they can come up with a system and a structure to keep you down and keep you in your place. And you've always been an addict. And, you know, your parents got divorced. And you know what? Your mama struggled with depression. You're depressed. And you know what? You're you're always going to feel unloved. And you're always going to feel like this. And this is never going to work out for you. See, if they can label you, they can define you. But when Jesus calls you, your identity is connected to his call. You see, the only person that has the true authority and right to label you is the one who created you. And that's Jesus. Jesus. else was calling him blind? Not Jesus. See, God doesn't see your infirmity. He doesn't see your weaknesses. He doesn't see your sin. He doesn't see the label that others have put upon you. God sees who he's created. He knows the true you. He knows the real you. He knows the potential. He knows the purpose. And he's been waiting for you. Just say, I'm ready. See, you have two choices with the label that others have put on you or that the world has put on you or maybe that you have put on yourself in moments of pain and weakness. You have two choices. You can either live in that label. That's what they wanted him to do. Or you can leave that label. You're either going to live in it or you got to leave it. And when Jesus called to Bartimaeus, he was calling him to leave his label behind. And here's where we see that. Do you see this? Look, watch this. It says he's calling you. Look at this. And throwing aside, where is that? Do you all see that? Look at the bottom. And throwing aside What? His garment, he rose, and he came to Jesus. Let me have my garment. This is my favorite robe. Just help me. Oh, it's camo. 100%. Y'all need to follow me on Instagram. I wore my camo robe to Walmart on Christmas Day. Did y'all see? i am telling you right now, if, if where Jesus would be on Christmas Day is Walmart. That's where the people are. That's where the epicenter of humanity is. You want to get up in the rawness of humanity? You got to be at Walmart. That's where I'm just trying to be like Jesus. And I needed some charcoal lighter, but they were closed. Let me tell you something about a robe in that day, the garment that they're Talking about there. Your garment was very, very important because on your garment, if it was a family garment, like they're talking about with Bartimaeus, it would have several things. First of all, it would identify you. You're like, it would have on the him, it would have like your family crest, like, oh, son of Timaeus. He's from this family, this genealogy. As you can tell in the Bible, genealogy is very, very uh, important. Okay, that's who this guy is uh, right here, there. It would also have other. Things uh, on it about that person and their identity, and in Bartimaeus's case, blind Bartimaeus, it would also have on there basically that he he's a legit beggar, like he really is blind. His garment would have told everyone, like this is this qualifies as giving to the poor. Like he's he's a the 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 priest would sanction, like okay, it's legit. He's not tricking anyone. He really is is a beggar. All of that was in his garment. Your garment had everything to do with your identity. That's why you see many times in uh, the Bible that people could leave their robe or their cloak as like collateral. That wasn't because the robe was worth a bunch of money. It's because you give them your robe, it's like giving them your driver's license. They 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 know who you are. So see, watch. Here's blind Bartimaeus. Watch. When he lays this down, everything that's tied up in this, is he gonna be able to? He loses his place as a certified beggar? All right. He just, it's this, like this is, this is very, very important. And the Bible says that he left his garment behind. See, here's the thing, and I, I do have my camo robe on. Here's the thing. When you're living in your label, you're really hiding. It's like you're camouflaging yourself from who God has really called you to be. You see? So when he laid, watch. When he... No, he had must have had a revival shirt on for his underwear. (laughs) When he laid that garment, what he was doing, he was leaving his label behind. It said what? He rose up and he went to Jesus. Now let me tell you something about leaving labels. As I said, you either live in them or you leave them. There's no in between. There's no, well, you know what? I'm just going to kind of check out God for a little while. But I'm going to keep this handy. See, here's what many Christians do. Watch. They're doing it at this revival. Because you see this all the time. You know what they're doing? Jesus is walking by. They're even praising. God's calling them. You know what? And they kind of get up, and they, they don't really leave their label or their old life or whatever. they just kind of like man this, this is cool look what God but they're just this has been their life it's been watch it's been a lie because you've been living by a label that has put an identity on you that is not in accordance with the call of God. Do you see? So I'm gonna tell you this. No matter what, some of you, some of you, your you know, your labels, some of your your label is you're trying to be somebody else. You're 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 trying to put on someone else's identity. You know what, all you're doing is just camouflaging yourself. People can only see who God's created you to be when you take that off. And guess what? You leave it behind, and I'm going to go be the child of God, the son of God, the daughter of God that Jesus has called me to be. I'm leaving shame behind. Some of you, you've built your entire life around a garment of shame. God's forgiven you. You can't forgive yourself. And you know what? Every time you try to take a step, at the end of the voice, the memories, the this, the that, the reminder, the this, the behavior that you're not totally out of, whatever whatever that thing is, every time those voices come and you just kind of go back and you put your garment back on and you keep begging because when you're living under a label from the world or a label that God hasn't given you begging's about the best you can do oh you might have money you might have talking about your soul But tonight's going to be different. And this revival season's going to be different. Because Jesus is calling you and no longer... No. I'm done. i done begging. I'm done living in condemnation. I'm done. Listen, I'm not... I'm not going to fixate my life on trying to fit into this group. I'm not going to fixate my life on that. You know what, that label, I made all those mistakes back then, so these people call me easy or these people call me that or these people call me whatever or, 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 or I feel unloved or I feel whatever. I'm not, I'm not, I'm going to Jesus to be who he has called me to be and that is a forgiven son or daughter of God that has nothing to do with the label that the world or anybody else put on you. Look at this. Now I'm gonna, I'm gonna pray. Look at this. Look at this. Look what he says. I love this. He arose, he came to Jesus. Look at this. So Jesus answered and said to him, what do you want me to do for you? The blind man said, Rabbi, that I might receive my sight. If Jesus was right here and said, "What do you want me to do for you?" Could you? Not this. Well, I got a list, Lord. <laughs> Come on, how many of y'all that that's I, I like, wow, I'm on the spot, Jesus, like one? <laughs> Think about that. Jesus goes. I mean, right I mean, there was no questions, it wasn't like well, you know, obviously, uh, you know, I need to see. But, you know, I've, you know, my sister needs this. And, you know, I, I don't know when I'm going to have a job. And, you know, I've got these other things. You know, i got this back pain too. And i got, you know. <laughs> you know what we do sometimes with God? We're so thinking about all of the stuff, all of the, the let me ask you this. What one thing do you want God to do for you? What one thing would you say is the biggest barrier in your life right now? Well, one thing, and it might not be a sin. It might not be a bad thing. I'm just saying, Jesus here. What do you want me to do for you? Could you give him a quick answer like that? Could you give him a straight answer like that? Could you do like that? Can you do that? Can you you leave that label? Can you leave your past? Can you leave your shame? Can you leave your guilt? Can you leave trying to please everybody? Can you leave that thing like, I'm feeling unloved. Can you leave that? Can you leave that behind? Can you come to Jesus and can you say, Jesus, I need you to do this? Look what Jesus does. Jesus, I'm going to serve outside. Jesus says, go your way, your faith has made you well. That was quick. It wasn't like, oh, tell me your story. Tell me about your family dynamic. How was your dad, Timaeus? Watch, God knows what you need. He just wants to see your heart. He wants to see it come out of your mouth. He wants to see your faith. He said your faith has made you well. I just put, put this up on there, and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna pray. Do you feel faith in this room tonight? Are you ready to leave that label behind? Tonight, whatever that thing is, I can, I can never get a job. I'm always like this. You know, I, I look this way. I don't like myself this way. We're, we're leaving those labels behind. We're not going to sit there in a label given to us by the world or given to us by the enemy or given to our own selves by our own unhealthy broken thoughts. We're leaving that behind. We're not going to beg any longer because it's your banner year. We're coming to Jesus. We're saying, Jesus heal me. Jesus help me. Jesus help me feel love. Jesus help me like myself. Jesus help me forgive that person. Jesus help me love that person that abused me. Help me let this thing go help me stop thinking about what's behind help me stop thinking I'm always going to be an addict help me stop thinking that I'm never going to be happy because I got divorced is anybody ready to leave your label behind watch but this is important and immediately everybody say immediately immediately he received his sight And what? Ooh, don't overlook that. And follow Jesus on the road. Watch. What he understood was, yeah, he had a breakthrough. He had a moment. But God had a mission for him. And if he was going to continue in that freedom and continue in that breakthrough, he was going to have to get in fellowship with other believers. He was gonna have to get in community with other believers. Come on, you need a church friend. You need a small group. You need to get in freedom ministry. You need to get in the growth track. He, look, and watch. He followed him, watch, on the road. He's walking, sometimes I bet that road was uphill. I bet there was rocks. He's just getting used to seeing. I bet he trips sometimes. But because he was in community, come on, they can help him back up. See, here's what we want. We want God, we wanna come to Jesus, Lord, give me this, God blesses you, and now we're out doing our own thing. It don't work that way. You gotta get connected. Freedom is found in the context of community. Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead. Then you know what he told his disciples? Y'all need to get around him, because he stinketh. Jesus didn't unwrap him, Jesus says, y'all need to unwrap him, get his stinky clothes off, somebody take him down to that house over there, somebody wash him in that river, you get him some friends, get him all cleaned up, what, is that? what does that tell us? See, we need community to, to, to help the unwrapping of the bondage, of the weakness, of the bad thoughts, of the, oh, are you hearing me? Are you hearing what I'm saying? Here's what he did, show those things real quick. Nine fruits of the spirit, nine gifts of the spirit, and nine of these. Here's what we're doing right now. Oh, we got them all like that? I wanted them all on one board. All right, go through them fast then. Look, come on, he heard. Listen, it, here's the truth. It didn't matter that Bartimaeus was blind. You know why? Because faith comes by hearing. We walk by faith, not by sight. How do we hear? Hearing comes by the word of God. Have you heard the word of God tonight? Do you believe that Jesus is a healer? Do you believe that faith comes by hearing? That's why Jesus says your faith has made you well. Why? Because he heard Jesus. Look at this. He prayed, come on. Then he got loud and he praised. Then he rose up, then he came to Jesus. That's where so many Christians stop right there. We rise up, we get excited. We look down at the, oh, look at all what God's doing, but we're still, we, we rise up but we don't follow through. We don't go all the way in because we're too attached. What are they gonna think of me? What is my husband gonna do? What are my friends gonna do? How am I gonna go out and get wasted this weekend? How am I gonna have any fun? How am I going to, what are my friends going to think of me? What, what are my new fr- friends? What do these Christians even do? You know what? I had all those thoughts. I'm being honest. Listen, this is how bad I was. Here's what I thought I thought, Lord, how am I going to have any fun? I mean, cocaine makes me feel really good. On the way up, now, coming down, I want to kill myself. Isn't it amazing how when those voices come to you, they don't remind you of the pain and the hurt and how you feel after you looked at that and after you slept and after you took those drugs. He never, he doesn't, he doesn't the voice doesn't talk about that, does it? It talks about the thrill. He is a liar. Look, they praise. they rose up, they came to Jesus. He left his garment behind, his label. He left his label behind. He asked, God, whatever you want to do. No! What do you, what do you want me to do? That I might receive my sight. Immediately as I restored you, said, your faith is made well. It's not complicated. What's the theological implications of? Stop. It's called obey the word. He asked, then I love this. Then he followed Jesus. Then he got in community with other people. I want the, the Trinity. Is it Trinity? Help me. Come down here. Huh? Over here. Trinity. Is, is your name Trinity? Come on, Trinity. This is Gino, one of our riot leaders. So, you know how we just saw a story there? Jesus called blind Bartimaeus through others, through their testimony. I want Trinity to share what happened. It was this week, right? This week, share what happened.
0: Okay, so So, um, I made a, well, okay. So Sunday night, I was actually having like a kind of off night, I guess. And so, um, I went home and I went in my prayer closet and I was there for like, I don't know, like an hour maybe. And I just felt God speak to me. He was like, the lies that you told yourself today isn't really what, what you are. Like you have to listen to me. So I pulled up all the scripture about what God says about us and what God calls us. And I See, just- See,
1: that's, that's identity. Did y'all hear that? <laughs> I had all this day, people saying so all this stuff, but uh, but I realized I need to get with God and and- remind myself what he says, his call on my life, who I really am, not who they say I am, who I really am. Go ahead.
0: Yeah. And so I decided that if I needed to hear it and somebody else needed to hear it too. So um, I, was, I was listening to the song, Reckless Love, and I was just thinking, I was listening to the lyrics and I was like, okay, but what is this love? And I was thinking God is love and the things that God does, he heals, restores, he calls us. And all the, okay, so I just made a big post about all that God labels us instead of what we listen to ourselves. And this girl, um, she messages me and she. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's the post I made. So
1: you wrote all these down? Yes. This is, this is who God, your identity. This is what God says about you. Yes. So you know, I had this message way before I even heard about this. So she wrote all these down. How many how many things were up there?
0: Uh, I don't know. Just a lot.
1: A lot? Yeah. Like forty something? <laughs> I don't uh, know. Is that the whole list? I see words going there's, off the screen. There's there.
0: like maybe a couple more. No, there we go.
1: <laughs> That's like forty something or something. <laughs> so what you did was you wrote a forty verse praise song. Right?
0: Yeah.
1: Y'all better get to work. There it is. All right, so go ahead. So tell them what you did.
0: So um, I posted that, and the girl, she DM'd me, and she told me, um, well, she thanked me for it, and then she said, um, I wrote this note about 10 minutes ago, and I was about to make a goodbye video, but um, I decided to check my feed one last time, and I checked now, your story. On.
1: Listen, but for those, because for those who don't, no, let me get this right. So you took that, you felt led to post it on your social media. Yeah. I want you to watch this process real quick. She's feeling down. She's feeling down. Labels are trying to be put on her. She says, no, yeah. not today, devil. I'm going to Jesus. I'm leaving those labels behind. And I'm just gonna, I'm gonna get in the word and remind myself what God says about me, who I really am. She writes all of those things down and then she feels led to post it on social media. I have to paraphrase for us older people. She posts it on social media, right? Then a girl DMs her. That's direct message. Yeah. (laughs) And wait, wait, and the girl says, 10 minutes ago, let me get this right.
0: 10 minutes ago. 10 minutes
1: ago, I was making a goodbye video, that's a suicide. That's a video yeah. she's telling goodbye to the world. She's about to kill herself. She was, 10 minutes ago she made that. And then she said, but before I take my life, I'm gonna go check yeah. my feed, my social media feed one last time. And that's what she saw <laughs> on her feed. And now, she, hey, y'all! Don't listen. Listen.
0: Um, the note actually said, "I'm sorry, mom and dad. I just had to. I'm sorry." And she said that she's never thought of God this way, and she's been an atheist her entire life. And she said, "I'm gonna throw away my note now, and I want to learn more about God."
1: I'm telling you. to what? Now what? this is, this is, wow. So watch, watch, watch. Do you see why the enemy doesn't want you to have a breakthrough? Because when this happens, that testimony is, it's a domino. Now the the enemy, a girl was about to take her own life, but because she left her garment beside, connected with her identity and the call of God, come on. A domino effect happened, and a girl who was an atheist that was about to take her life 10 minutes before tore up the note and says, I wanna learn more about Jesus. I'm sorry, Trinity, I'm a preacher. I've gotta preach all of these nice things you're saying. Do you have anything else? Because I want to do the altar call now. I want to um, use you as an example, but say the rest what you want to yeah, say.
0: Actually, um, Monday, she texted me and she said, I'm so glad I didn't kill myself last night because today's been a really good day. <laughs> so, I think that's God just telling you that your breakthrough, it's on its, on its way. And that, on. Your, that your voice is so powerful. Even if you've gotten mean comments before or anything that's said mean to you, if you weren't born with that label, if you weren't created by God with that label on you, then it shouldn't be on you anymore. Come on. She asked me, she texted me and she said, I tried to pray last night, but I'm not sure if I did it right. And. I told her I was like, prayer is just a conversation with God. It's like He's your best friend. And she said, I've never thought of it that way. That's so cool. I'm gonna go home tonight and I'm gonna pray. Um,
1: what's, that's so good. what's? Can we say her name or do, should we just? It's okay. If we can, I, I, don't, what? I don't. think we should. Yeah, yeah. But we're gonna pray for this girl right now. Oh man, and we cannot wait to hear her testimony. Mm-hmm. Father, in Jesus' name, we lift up the girl that we're talking about right now. We thank you, Lord, that your angels are surrounding her. We pray protection. Lord, we silence the voice of the enemy. And God, we oh, we, we lose her ears to hear you, your word. Lord, let her go back to that post as many times as she needs to, Jesus. And we thank you, Lord, that you're watching over her. Lord, that she's coming to true faith in Jesus. Thank you for sparing her life and thank you, God, for using Trinity in such a mighty way in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. Amen. So watch. Here's what we're going to do. I want to use you as the example. You are the testimony. Okay? And the first group that I want to call to is maybe you identify more with the other girl that Trinity's post ministered to. You're living in shame. You have thoughts that maybe the world would be a better place without you. And you got to remember, life just has a way of beating us down. The pain that is in the world right now through all different types of thing and bullying and abuse and all the sexual stuff and all that stuff. Listen, there's nothing wrong with you. You're just human and you live in a sinful world. But tonight, you're going to leave that label behind and you are coming to Jesus. Jesus is calling you through Trinity. And you're gonna wake up tomorrow just like that other girl and you're gonna say, you know what? It's a new day. I'm not thinking like that ever. I know that God has a plan and purpose for my life and you're gonna feel it in Jesus' name. That was an immediate miracle move of God. So bow your heads real quick. If you'd say, Stogel, that's me. I've been living in shame, condemnation. I don't like myself. I feel unloved. I feel unwanted. I'm lonely. Whatever it is, don't be ashamed. Don't be, don't, this is family right here. You, you're gonna leave that label and you're gonna come down to this altar. And I'm telling you, God is gonna set you free tonight. Immediately. If that's you, I want you to lift a hand right now wherever you are, wherever you are. Don't be shy, it's okay. So many hands are up. It's okay, I want you to come on down. You're gonna be the first wave, so come on down right now. Come on down right now. Come on down right now. Riot! Where's my amen corner at? I'm talking to Riot students. If you feel lonely, if you feel unloved, if you feel unwanted, if you don't like yourself, whatever it is, I need you, I need you down here receiving this prayer. If you identify with that other, you feel feel like you're in shame, you feel unwanted, you feel like this earth would be better without you. Come on. Come on, everybody. Let's give God a praise. Give God a praise. At our other locations. Mm. Oh, my God. Here's what we're doing. And this is for everybody. Y'all see these trash cans up here? I want you to write your label. down. No one can see it. And we're gonna put them in that trash can and guess where we're going? We're going to burn these suckers. Outside, I got a big old fire. The fires of revival are literally burning tonight. Listen, no one's gonna see it. You're gonna write down that label and guess what? You are leaving it behind in that garbage can and we are burning that sucker. We're setting them on fire. Our gods a consuming fire. He is gonna burn up this false label in your life. It might be lonely, unloved, whatever that is, write it down, no one will ever see it. And you know what, church, after they do it, we're gonna have people up here, maybe it's it's not at this, but there's a label you need to leave behind tonight. I want you to come up. We have people here. You can come up. You can write it down and drop it in that garbage can. We are burning them. We don't only leave our labels behind here at Celebration Church. We set them on fire. And we're gonna burn them. We got water baptism out there tonight. I know it's. I know it's 8:35. I know you got kids. And if you have to go, you have to go. But I would love for you to stay another 10 minutes and write down whatever label you've been struggling with. And when you throw that away, you're leaving it behind. And guess what? And we're going to pray right now in a second. And I want you to ask God, you tell Jesus what you need. You tell him what you need. You tell him. Leave the label. Tell him what you need. So we're going to let y'all fill these out and throw them in that deal. And then we're going to leave these cans open during worship. Worship, you write down your label. Where are the people with with pens and all that? Yeah. Just come down. They're going to move. Y'all can come down and do it. Then if you need to get water baptized, get water baptized. It's a fresh start. You know what water baptism is about? It's about a new identity. It's your your identity with the call of God, man. Burn this sucker and go jump in that water. I'm going out there. I'm going to get baptized again because I'm sweating so much. I might be getting in there with one of y'all. Watch this, Father, in the name of Jesus, every label that was put on us by pain hurt our past, other people, every false label god lord we just leave that right now we leave it behind come on wherever you are leave that label say i'm leaving it lord i'm leaving that garment i'm leaving that label and god we come to you right now we come to you right now we come to you right now come on tell god what you need i can't tell him you just tell him say lord i need to feel loved lord i need friends Lord, I need to stop comparing myself. Lord, I need to be able to forgive this person. God, I need help. I need help, God. Lord, I need joy. I need peace. I'm feeling right now, you know, they they said, they said, just like that message from Trinity, it was so Encouraging, I feel the Holy Spirit is saying, be of good cheer. Be of good cheer. Rise up. God is calling you. No longer will that old label define you. From now on, God will define you. From now on, God will carry your burden. From now on, God will work it out. Lord, we thank you, and we just receive healing. Come on, I feel those walls are coming down. Those walls are coming down. Those walls are coming down. Come on, come on, come on.
0: Thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. For more information about Celebration Church or to get in touch with us, please visit celebration.org.